Uh, Jesse Wiggins, and I'm from Addison, Alabama. Matt Lee Coleman, Alabama. So I uh, Googled it up on the YouTube. I'm going to borrow your phrase. Googled mm-hmm. up on YouTube. Those two towns are 26 miles yep. apart, roughly 25 minutes, something like that. Yeah, we have a bulldog. Yep. And a Addison bear Bulldog. cat. Mm-hmm. Bear cat and a bulldog. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is a bear cat? I, I was going to ask him that too. What exactly is a bear cat? Right, you just you don't worry about it. <laughs> just be between, between mm-hmm. Auburn and the whole War Eagle. Like, that, I mean, War Eagle tigers. And yeah, all War Eagle, and the, it's a tiger, and then high school bear cat. What is a bear cat? I'm numb to it. I, I did Google up a bear cat. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever Googled bear uh, cat? I just imagine it being like. Like, part a, bear, like part a sissy cat. bear. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna say that. Part. <laughs> it does not. It does not strike fear into your heart. Uh, I didn't it's think kind so. Of Actually, tomorrow, tomorrow we're playing for the state championship in six A in basketball. Basketball. That's basketball. That is so while you're bone. while you're knocking on it, <laughs> it is true. the first time in about <clears throat> I think it said ninety years that we state yeah. championship. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We Grow- were always be- baseball growing Grow- up, mm-hmm. and soccer. You won a state championship in soccer. In soccer. And then, like, Cold Springs over here, close by, was girls' basketball. Mm-hmm. And then Haddison was football. We won state championship 2005, my 10th grade year. So, yeah, that's kind of what we – everybody grew up wanting to play football. Gotcha. gotcha. Different states are different classifications, and they're ranked different. But yeah. we were 5A out of six – possible 6a at the time yeah, currently 6a though right yeah, yeah. now we're 6a Coleman High School, yeah now we're 6a mm-hmm. and yep. he was 2a 1a 1a and abby was 2a yeah. yep. and abby was 2a right 2a yeah addison is always either the biggest 1a or the smallest 2a every year how many how many kids did you graduate with what's single a graduate with 58 i think i mean i mean under 60 yeah and i, I mean we knew everybody you know from kindergarten sure. on yeah. pretty much same people right you know give right. or take three or four but yeah yeah same ones growing up gotcha. every grade. gotcha yep. six a is a big school oh like, how many we had well we had uh, like close to 200 when i in a yeah. class when i was but it's weird because if we were in georgia i know we would be like a 3a out of possible five in, in Alabama, generally, it seems like the high schools aren't quite as big as in a lot of other states. Yeah, got it. it. They're not – like, I know I had people in college that went to Kennesaw High School, and there was, like, 6,000 kids at a high school or something. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> it's, it's a city. It's yeah. crazy different states. It, yeah. I guess we have more schools, so there's less kids at mm-hmm. the school. But Why uh, – so so why didn't – I mean, some zoning thing, different – counties right right you're, yeah. you're in winston county is yep. that right and i i mean i literally lived three minutes from the addison school like gotcha. and i was in winston county so gotcha yeah and it was just yeah made way more sense together yeah, yeah. so tyler uh, is working on a piece on you three northern alabama you jordan and and jesse and uh, you made a joke about uh, their their football team. They got to play both offense and defense. It's just a small, it's a small school. Town. Yeah. He yeah. is playing yeah. offense. He never and come defense. off the field. <laughs> yeah. that'll that'll tell you how <laughs> small. Yeah. It's tiny. I mean, it was. We didn't yeah. have. We'd barely have enough to scrimmage when the ninth grade came up. You know, to have a scrimmage yeah. game or I get it. I'm during practice. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I wouldn't have it any other way. They'd play yeah. both ways. You know, it was awesome. But there is this rivalry. Like you got one. The city school, and then you got the county schools around it. We're all real close together, so there's always this sure. county rivalry kind of deal <clears> that's <throat> just always yep. you always talk trash to each other about. I married 
my wife, she went to Cold Springs. My dad went to West Point, which is another one like in between. <laughs> Addison's kind of in between the two. Got and there, yeah. everybody is friends with somebody that went to a different little high school. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't meet until your 20s. So, I mean, I understand you, you just randomly got paired uh, in, a, in a tournament uh, when you were, you know, 20, mid, early 20s, correct? Yeah. And I, I mentioned this before, but I didn't really – I never asked Matt what he thought about that redneck that got in a boat with him that day. Yeah. I've always – we've never even really talked about what he thought about me. So it was well, Tyler asked me about it. Well, no, it was, a, it was a weekend series event, which is kind of just like the BFL series. And um, we – you know, I'm new to tournament fishing a lot at the time. Like, I hadn't fished bigger a lot of these, tournaments. bigger tournaments, like 200-and-something-dollar entry fee. I mean, that's a – big deal and there's some abs still to this day that that division Mm -hmm. has got you know the working you're at you know fishermen they they got some sticks in there yeah north division of anything is here in east tennessee you're same way same type of deal yeah it's crazy so but anyways i just i was cool to draw somebody that was your age because you never know who you're going to draw if they've ever fished before or if they're going to be cool to hang out with and they're a lot more likely to be cool to hang out with if they're a redneck kid for me about your age you know you're like oh yeah we're gonna oh man you drew out crank you drew out crank i was like oh god okay all right cool well i'll go over here and meet crank <laughs> hey ma'am jesse yeah okay what time in the morning all right i'll be there i'll be there you want me to bring what you want me to bring <laughs> and so look but it's just crazy how all these kids that I grew up around with college. I fished against them, or how I met Jesse. We're all here. How many years later, fishing against each other yeah, in this, yeah, this stage? Yeah. Like, there's no telling how much, how many times I hung out with Connell, like in college. We fished Alabama. I was at Auburn, and all all these guys. Uh, it's it's crazy to look back on. You can take it for granted easy because it just happened, but yeah. it to look on it, yeah. yeah. So little did i know that we were going to become buddies like but buddies of mine knew about jesse and i just hadn't met him yet got it got it so what's the what's the what's the crank story so that's my nickname crankbait but it got shortened to crank over the years but yeah i um crankbait was way too long yeah that's, that's two <laughs> syllables you can't be coming at me with a nickname with two syllables <laughs> but no i was five years old and uh we was me and my little i have a i have two younger brothers and we were playing uh, hide and go seek well of course we was always messing with tackling stuff so anyways we left the tackle box open and like baits laying out on the porch well we was playing hide and go seek and i went to run outside to hide and i stepped right on a crankbait went you know the barb all the way through my foot and i just went to screaming you know five years old you know and daddy was trying to pull it out and cut it and i was just screaming and wiggling too much he's like well you gotta take you to the er and we get to the er and the doctor, like, they numb it, stuff, get it out. And he's like, well, from now on, I guess you're going to be known as crankbait. And then from that moment on, my hometown, that's all they know me by. Like, that's when people see me. And I leave the name on my Facebook because I know that people recognize who I am. Like, if they see Jesse Wiggins, they're like, I don't know, that's one of the Wiggins boys. I don't know which one. But, uh, but yeah, that's how that went to come about. And everybody, you know, around here, that's all they know me by. Damn, my phone, he's – uh. I added to it last year because he caught him flipping. He's not really known as a flipper, you know, more of a casting worm than flipping a worm. But uh, last year in Florida, he caught him flipping. So we added uh, Jesse Crankbait Jighead 
natural flipping wiggles. <laughs> so uh, whenever we're practice or whatever, and I, I'm on my headset and you got to tell Siri to call Jesse. You know, I say call Jesse Wiggins. Calling Jesse crankbait jig head natural wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's crank. Okay. But he's really he's shaky head crankbait. That's him. <laughs> Keep That's it simple. About it. And it's funny too because I I have a brother. People get us confused all the time. We're both into fish, you know, mm-hmm. everybody knows Jordan Lee. And Jesse has a brother named Jordan mm-hmm. who he has kids, he has a job, and so he hasn't done this professionally like we have, but very well easily could. I mean, just a heck of an angler. A lot of people know who he is now. He you know, he's won so much. But they look identical, sound identical, <laughs> and they are really different when you talk to them. A lot like Jordan and I are, but you would never know it by listening to them or looking at them. I mean, they look like, I mean, it's, it's hilarious to me because I don't get to, you know, I, I see Jordan all the time. You know, I don't think anything of it. But to see Jordan Wiggins and Jesse, it's like, God. And on the phone, they are like, I mean, well, they, they have the same manner. Like they, yeah. they are. I've called it. I remember listening to his voicemail one time when he was young, and I'm like, "Is that me talking?" Like it sounded like my voice, and it was funny. It's right? so, so funny. I know we got to say they give each other a hard time. It's oh, so funny because we're brothers that do that, and mm-hmm. like he came by the other day to look at an AC unit for the back of the shop. He's making fun of Jesse's chatterbait that I had in my boat, uh, and he's the reason Jesse throws yeah, that color chatterbait. Chatter it's just all the time. It's funny. <laughs> So uh, people talk about him as as though he's the, I mean, the best fisherman on Smith Lake. Yeah. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, he's Can really you admit good. That? I mean, uh, he's better than I. I tell people all the time, Is we fish right? team tournaments. I do a lot of dip netting. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Used to, we'd fish the Alabama Bass Trail, and that's what, like, I would get to practice. He would still be working or stuff, and I'd get to practice for a day or so. Mm. And we'd come over there, and I'd luckily, I'd find a little bit of fish, and then he would he would catch them in the tournament most of the time i was good for about two of them and he'd catch three big ones but <laughs> no he's really good they, he they catches are. them over here he catch. i mean he catches them everywhere now though but you know he qualified for the, he won that harris chain tournament qualified for the Bassmaster classic mm-hmm. through the hardest way you could qualify for it so it was an awesome deal i mean yeah. he can he can catch them i said they have to get a, a lake house summer house on harris chain <laughs> yeah. because after jesse won to open there and he goes there and wins that team championship. Yep. And they're not from a lake that's anything like Harris yeah, Chain. Totally but for no, both of them to win different. and it be two separate tournaments, yeah. weird. Like they got to get a place down there yeah. now. <laughs> the, the Wiggins chain. Yeah, it's the Wiggins chain. It is. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I love you, that place. You, you fished Gunnersville most of the time. Yep. You, you fished Smith, Smith Lake most yep. of the time yep. growing up. I mean, so just, just, location placement i mean why, why was that the case yeah it's so weird how it, it uh we had a couple so we actually had a friend in high school that lived on lake katoma 2000 you know acre lake that was nine nine horsepower lake that mm-hmm. has yep. monday friday saturday tournaments yep. and it's like yep. a giant pond and so through friends we got started into that and we got a flat bottom boat when we were young and it was one of those things where it's a lot less to take on as a kid going around in a flat bottom boat as it is going out in a bass boat on a big lake. And we just never had that close, like older person at our family or friend that fished Smith a lot. And then my parents got a boat on 
Lake Gunnersville and kept it there. And so we fished Gunnersville growing up. That's where we'd go on weekends. And never, there was never a, hey, you want to go down and fish the Saturday morning wildcat out of Smith Lake Dam? It's just never, we never had anybody. We didn't know a lot of people, don't, you know, to be so close and not fish it a bunch. And but I to kinda, be fair, though, Gunnersville was really good, and Smith was really bad at the time y'all was starting fishing. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. So that, that that had a lot to do with it, too. And that's what I, that's what I kind of, when Tyler and I talked about it before, was, uh, you know, you really didn't have that. Gunnersville was world-renowned, mm-hmm. like it is now, and Smith was, was a 10, 12-pound lake. And yeah. it was like, if we had time and we didn't have high school, we didn't have class where it was a weekend, then let's take a family trip to Gunnersville, or if we it was a 45 minute drive to Gunnersville, or it was 15 minutes 10 minutes to katoma in a flat bottom so that's what we you know and so we never if we would have fished smith i'm sure we would have known each other right. and grew up knowing each other yeah. but we didn't so and jesse you really didn't fish Gunnersville or anything besides no, smith i didn't i we pretty much i we lived we could drive our four-wheelers to the to the back of a creek on smith lake that's how close we live so that's where we grew up fishing we'd go down there on the weekends daddy would take us we was fishing somewhere unless it was deer season we was fishing whether it be from the bank or barred boat uh my grandpa's boat whatever we was fishing one some you know throughout the whole year besides during deer season the way he was we was hunting but it was you know if he couldn't take us we would drive a four-wheeler down there and fish from the bank but so we never we'd, we'd been to Gunnersville a couple times wheeler like but the like my first time on Wheeler was with Matt that day, so that was I know I was twenty really? years old. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean I you know I didn't know all these lakes, and you know I finally uh, got a job, got my job out of college and bought a boat, and you know with a GPS I didn't even have a GPS until two thousand and twelve. Like all these guys, <laughs> like I didn't our boat. We never. That's how we learned to fish was just fishing down the bank, and we learned slowly but surely that you know this cast is where you get about every time so you don't have to fish with it on the bank you just go to that spot and fish and then we learned that and then that's when we started doing really good in all these tournaments when we learned you know just fish the sweet spot don't be jacking around going down the bank and uh so we, we learned that and then in 2012 when i got my boat we got our gps and then i got a master course shout out randy haynes uh luckily got a master course like he's probably the best ever with a you know depth finder the first one that you know and uh he gave me a master course on it and from that point on i was addicted to you know the depth finders so um but it i like i learned more you know a couple of days fishing with him than i could have learned in 10 years about you know just trying to do it by myself and it's literally that much because people see stuff and they're like i don't know what i'm looking at but when you know and you cast out there and you catch them it gives you so much more confidence and you've learned quickly but anyways so that gave that got me started with the depth finders when i got my boat and then we got a GPS with it on the depth boat, so we was able to go to other lakes and be safe running around and all that. And that's when we started fishing that Alabama Bass Trail, which is the biggest team trail in Alabama. And just started fishing it and had success all the way up. And uh, that's what kind of gave me the confidence that I could, you know, get off Smith and go to other lakes. But, yeah, it was crazy how it, I mean, I never, we never fished anywhere but Smith. That's crazy. I mean, I know every stump on this side, on you know, on my side of the lake over here. So... But yeah, it's it's crazy how much time they had an open series that was that uh, to qualify for the elite series that was at coming to Smith, but you had to fish all of them to get a chance to, to qualify or fish the classic, and 
I was like semi chain practicing, and yeah. I, I'm I'm just you know the practice day. I'm out there, and next to the ramp out of this creek comes Boat Island's Stratus coming out, yep. and it's crank. I'm waving at him. He has no idea. Who I, am. I didn't I know he's in the tournament. Him. Nothing. Yeah, he didn't know I was down there. I said, "Crank, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. What year? This is in 2012. 2014. 14. 14. Yep, 14. 14. Yep. There he was at Kissimmee, Florida. Like you think, Jesse? He barely even leaves Smith. Uh, yeah. You know, oh, that was the first time I'd ever been out of Alabama. Yeah, and then I just to be practicing for an open event uh, yeah. and see crankbait coming out of another yeah. creek. Sure enough. Holy cow. After two tournaments, I was leading the points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. Just a quick story on that, just to, oh, to, to, to tell you how little known I was. Man, I'm so free. So we get to the third tournament, or we get to the third term of that open series, and I'm I'm in the leading the points, and I go to the meeting, so we have a registration. <laughs> well, you go through the line, and you're signing up and all this. And uh, the guy taking like signing name, he's like the co-anglers are over here, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm a voter, I'm leading the point. It was funny because I didn't have a jersey on or nothing. I'm just wearing a t-shirt. I'm like, no, nah, man, I've laid. I just had to tell him, I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm leading the points. But co-anglers it was over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> they just thought I was a co-angler down there. But that was funny though. Uh, uh, yeah, you you mentioned uh, borrowing your grandfather's boat, and uh, tell me about that. I mean, you, you told me already, but. Tell yeah, them, you know, yeah. The... That boat, it was a, it was an old. Uh, I think it was like a nineteen ninety eight or ninety nine Bumblebee, nineteen foot, and had a two hundred Johnson Venom on it. That was a piece of junk. I ain't scared to say it. <laughs> Which I mean, half the time it wouldn't even crank. Like I'm serious. Like we'd be down there in the winter time and it'd be cold. You know, old, like, ugh, wasn't fuel injected, so you know, it never would crank when it was cold. So. We'd, we we fished several tournaments without the boat even cranking and ended up winning. One day we won $4,500 and the motor never cranked. Not one time. <laughs> but that's on Smith. I mean, we know every, you know, he's like, well, just fish here around the ramp. We was just lucky to get to go fishing, you know. We well, didn't care. But it was funny, though. We fished out of that boat until from 2008, yeah, 2008 until, until I bought my boat in 2012. So four years and we wore that thing slap out. Thank the Lord my grandpa let us use it. We'd take turns on who had to go ask him if we could borrow it every time. Cause it was funny. We hated asking to borrow it, but we had to go fishing somehow, some way. And then we had a family friend. He had a, a, a 75 Johnson on a, like a 17 and a half foot low. We used that before, like just growing up, like when we was, you know, like 13, 14, 15. He, he's like, dude, y'all just come get it, use it. So we used that a bunch too, but... But that bumblebee's when we started fishing bigger tournaments, oh, and I wish I wish I still had all the money that bumblebee won. Lordy mercy, that thing! We called it bumblebee bigs because anytime we was in that thing, that we was catching them. Didn't have a depth finder one on it either. Not nothing. Didn't even know the water yeah. temp. We was just down there fishing though. So yeah, that wasn't but seven eight years ago. I mean, it yeah, wasn't that like it's yeah, or yeah ten years ago yeah. I guess now. But yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, you guys have both mentioned that uh, Smith Lake has improved or changed or, yeah. or or evolved, I guess, over the past ten, what ten years, fifteen years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, two thousand twelve, thirteen is when it started getting good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what made it good? The blueback hair. We got blueback hair and illegally, and somebody brought them over. We don't. Well, we know who the guys actually got arrested or got fined for it, but stripper guys brought them over. Gotcha. From Lanier. And they, you know, finally spawned, and the fish, you know, got on them, and they started growing, and they got mm-hmm. fat. But, you know, Smith always had a ton of fish, yeah. but they were just skinny. You know, they spend their whole life chasing around a, a minnow that's the size of your pinky, 
And when they finally catch one, they're you know they've already burned uh, burned yeah. up everything they've ate, you know. Mm. But then blueback heron was a big piece of meal for them, and it got them big in a hurry. Mm. And I get from then on, it's you know it's took a lot you know good weight to win. As long as you come at a good time of year. Now if you come in the fall like anywhere, it's tough. And then right now while we're here, first of March, it's kind of in that in between. They ain't spawning yet, but they're not all stacked deep. So it's kind of, you know, weird. You can still catch a bunch of fish, but the bigger ones are just kind of scattered. But, mm. um, but yeah, it's it's definitely not as good as it was three years ago or four years ago. Like, well, I guess, yeah, six, 2015, 2014, 15, 16. It was amazing. And it still is amazing and at the right times. Mm. But, yep. um, but yeah, it, it come on strong when those blueback herring got in here. What has to happen over the next handful of days? So we're in day three right now. We've got three days left. I mean, so so what has to happen for it to be the best that it can be? I mean, this weather, if they get on the bank and start spawning, you know, it's going to be amazing. I just never seen them spawn this early, so I don't know if they will or not. That's what I'm worried about. I'm afraid I'm going to be chasing ghosts or, well, not even ghost stuff. People fishing ain't even there yet. Yeah. Thinking, you know, the water temp's 62 and it's spring, but I've never seen them spawn this early in my life. So I don't know if they will or not. I've never seen it this warm either, the water temp, this early in March, you know. Like, it's legit 62 now everywhere you go, or 61, pretty much everywhere on the lake. Hmm. So it's like, then they spawn when it's 60. Like, in April, like April 1st, if the water temp's 60, you can catch 100 a day. Literally catch 100, in, you know, if you fished all day. Well. Now, they're not all big ones, but, you know, you get to set the hook a lot. Like, I've literally counted before, kept count. Even just last year, we caught 85 one day in, like, six hours. Like, like it's it's good. And they're all scoreables, you know. They're, you don't catch a bunch of threes and fours. I ain't mm. saying that, but you can't, you get to set the hook. So, mm. if that goes down, you know, it's going to be really, really good. And if not, it's just going to stay like it is. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. 35, 40 pounds is going to be a really good day. Got it. Got it. So, you're... You're what eighth after first day? I guess so. Something like that. Top ten, uh, and you're you're top fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yep. So you're you're. I mean, probably. Do you feel safe? Uh, I think if he goes safe. by today's weight, I, I'm gonna I gotta catch eight or nine pounds. But gotcha. Yeah. I like I feel confident of what I figured out yesterday evening. Mm-hmm. You know, but you just never know on this lake. I mean, you right, think you right. like the leader could go out there and think he's fixing to win and then fish yeah. be gone, <laughs> especially if they're heron related. Cause the heron are sure. notorious for leaving. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I ain't going to say I'm confident, but like, I feel like I can move around enough to make the cut. And you yeah. know, once yeah. we make the cut, everybody's tired. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You're so. not worried about the, the 50 some odd pounds of wheeler. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cause it could change. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think both of us really just want the ghost to show up <laughs> because I've I I really I've only been here I've lived here three years. This is this is yeah this will be my third spring to mm-hmm. to live mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. But I've learned enough. Like I don't have near the history that Jesse does, and it's changed a lot over the years. But I've learned enough in three years that I've started to get like the last time we were here three years ago. I really didn't know. I, I knew a decent bit about the lake, but not not like I do now. I mean, yeah. I, I just moved here, so uh, yeah. Now I just gosh, I, some of my favorite time to fish here is the end of March and in April, mm. and that bite I, I just I would like to have a chance to fish that way, but I, I don't know if it'll happen. Like he, well, he said, yeah. kind of. Yeah kind of wishing it would hurry up because everything weather and everything but really it's not who knows 
Yeah, I mean, we're sitting here in shorts, flip-flops right now, and mm. the first week of March, and that's never happened. I mean, I heard turkeys gobbling this morning. So, and that, you don't hear them in North Alabama in March very often. So, And Wiggins loves turkeys more than anything <laughs> in life. I got up this morning to go listen, and I, I walk out of the car, or walk out to the truck, fixing to get in the truck, and I hear one. I'm like, well, that's good enough. I, they're gobbling. So, I go back in the house. So, I didn't think I could hear one from there, but I did, so I was happy. Woke up on the good side of the bed this morning. Uh, I got a TikTok about turkeys. I have to show you. <laughs> that one I sent you the day. He's he's turkey. I'd already seen it. But, oh, I know. Yeah. So how'd you get into the turkey hunting? Is that something new? Yeah, we just grew up. We grew up hunting. Like I said, we'd we'd hunt uh, turkey hunting in the spring, and I don't know. I just got addicted to it. And you know, I think I, I think I love it so much because it's only like three weeks a year. Now that I fish, sometimes it's only a, I only get to hunt maybe five days or something. But this week, this year, luckily we get I got three weeks at home. But you know, I think that's why it's so treasured because it's only one month out of the year. The season's only one month long here in Alabama or in North Alabama. So you know, you look forward to it all year, and then it's gone in the blink of an eye. But I just I don't know. I just got addicted to it, and God, I love it. I mean, I love it. So how much do you guys fish Smith Lake just in your in your off time? Oh, we fish a ton. Do, do bunch? Yeah, we fish oh, Saturday both. tournaments, Tuesday nighters. Me? Yeah, I mean, we're now that he lives right here, we're. Yeah. I've always has, and now he does too. Now yeah. does a lot we now. We fish a lot together, but, and yeah. we fish a lot just fish too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I go. Because everybody says, what do you do for fun? Like, like for I know I can answer for Jesse. If he is not hunting something or fishing for something, he's not, he doesn't have anything to do. That's <laughs> <He's not laughs> what he does. Not having any fun. And kind of with me, like, I. Yeah. I, I'm not as much on the hunter hunt a little bit, but yeah, I just yeah I fish. Yeah, because usually like the off season is the best time to fish here in the winter time. Like it's when you catch the biggest ones. But and then like I said, turkey hunt in the spring. But yeah, it's it's fishing down here. I fish all the time. And like I said, those cheesy nighters we you know fish what up 15 of them a year probably well, I'll let, we I mean, live for them yeah i love that i, love it. I mean three you got, hour derby and you know yeah. a lot of the people that are in Matt it jordan's both in it then all the local older guys are in it like you win that tournament you've beat some you yeah. know, heck of yeah. a fisherman yeah, for, yeah it's yeah. only three hours so you gotta catch them quick one so thing it always like i lived at gunnersville for the couple years i did they don't let you fish the tuesday nighters they don't they don't a lot of the no pros no guides is a rule over really? there for yeah. a lot of the tournaments hmm. and for me going to gunnersville let's say in the fall and you know you're going to get six flipping bites a day well, that's not really fun to go out there and just fish all day in that heat to hmm. get two yeah. rolls on a frog and six flipping bites now if i'm yeah. practicing for a tournament that i'm gonna fish against jesse I'll to go do it, but just to go do it, just randomly, you know, get a couple for footage fun. of hook sets yeah, yeah. for fun. It's not yeah. that fun. I like catching. I'm not so much fishing. You know, Jesse very much so likes to catch. He doesn't, but so, but be able to fish those every Tuesday night, mm-hmm. every Saturday. What that is like is motivation because you know every one of them bringing their A game. Sure. Like, there's Absolutely. some older men. There's an older couple that fishes it that'll put it on you and they welcome us and they don't care they'll take our money and yeah it's yeah no it ain't like we win every one of them Heck, no, no no i mean a couple of year i mean it's hard to win a three-hour tournament you know <laughs> yeah especially that, i mean and then yeah. some of that like he said they'll be you know some of them guys catch a five pounder seems like every week four or five pounder and mm-hmm. you win that way three fish three hours so that's pretty cool yeah. so lucas got a six pounder today. i know yeah i've mm-hmm. seen that uh, 
my luck's rubbing off. I think he's staying at Jordan's house a little bit this week. It's probably yeah. rubbing off. There you on go. Him. Yeah. He probably used Jordan's worms. Probably did. Probably got him off his rack. Probably did. Probably has a. He probably caught on Jordan Lee combo. I bet Jordan <laughs> assorted the worms in his box this morning before he went out. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. You know, Jordan's, know. Jordan will catch a seven tomorrow. My biggest largemouth here, I just six, is close to that six four. Caught on that is a, that's a giant any time of the year here. You get over five, and it's a monster. Yeah. Spot or largemouth. I mean, a yeah. real monster. Yep. You know, there's several fours. Yep. Like you catch a bunch of, especially this time of year, it's a good time to catch a four. But mm. you catch a five plus on this yeah. lake, even yeah. you know when it's great, it's that's a big one. What's the what's the biggest spot we'll see this week? You think? Uh, I seen Mark Downs Jr. posted that picture of a four ten. Mm. It's gonna be hard to beat that. Yeah. That's a big one. I mean, that's a real big one. Uh, somebody may catch a five pounder though if one slides up and gets on the bank or under a walkway. He could be caught, but four ten's a big one. I mean, that's a big one. So how about that first tournament on Wheeler Lake? I'm curious about both of you's impression of of the other. I'll let Jesse go first. Well, I know we get running down the lake first stop, we catch some. I can't wait to start catching them, and then the next stop, it's like ever cast. I mean, one of us is hooked up all day long. We did. I bet you we caught fifty that day. We caught a It was a bad. It was a cold front at Wheeler, and the water's dirty, and like it was actually a tough bite, and. For whatever reason, I'd gone down and fished like some bluffs on the lower end. I think you can get more bites and fish around in Spring Creek down on the lower end of Wheeler and started in a marina, throwing a topwater, caught one on a spook. And then we went out to that bluff where I had like three or four bites. And I think I caught one largemouth, one smallmouth. But then kind of figured out that since I'd been there or the fact that I was slowing down more, the smallmouth were spawning on this little lip on the bluff. And there was so many of them. And they were big. Yep. And we just mauled them. And I think I got second. In the, yeah, in the you time. did. Motorcycle. And I caught them on a shaky head, and little did I know, like, how much I really wasn't a big, like, that's what I throw, you know. Gunner, like, shaky is not my forte, but kind of throw it all, kind of like now. And Jesse, I was with Jesse, and must have been the luck of Jighead Wiggins. Yeah. We whacked them. We did. I mean, whacked them. <laughs> yeah, I think you finished second, and I was, like, sixth i think sixth or seventh but lost one i would have been i would have been second i remember losing one right at the boat on oh, yeah. and then it's funny because like the next little while after that so then i qualified for to fish back or anyways i i've been fishing a lot like fishing the opens trying to qualify and mm-hmm. fishing college stuff been at college so i never really got to fish that spot that time of year mm-hmm. again so they yeah. were kept going to it year after <laughs> yeah. year and it was still yeah, good yeah, yeah, i yeah, never yeah. even got to go test nice, her out nice. again yeah we won a <laughs> i always like ask a, him we won like a two thousand dollar tournament one day on his stretch is that right yeah, yeah. me and my brother yeah, sure enough i'm gonna shake your head <laughs> on matt lee stretch it's still good i guarantee you go down right now and catch him right now yeah, yeah. unreal mm. yep mm. Yeah. um so you had told me yesterday you'd qualified for the uh, Elite Series a couple times, but you couldn't go yeah. the first time. You just had yep. stuff going on. Yeah, so I qualified that same year. I met Matt at Kissimmee, or the Kissimmee, no, Kissimmee chain, yeah. And uh, it's funny, I caught on a shaky head in that tournament. I uh, forgot about that. By the oh, daggum yeah. boat ramp over there. I came into the yep. 
quick story on that. I come in on day two, day one. He had a so-so whatever day two. Day two, I roll in. I had a whatever day. I you mean, had I, sixteen, seventeen that day. Oh yeah, Alabama. Okay, really yeah, 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 yeah. Because you got twelve. No, I came in late. Yeah, yeah. I was. I came in late. My battery was dead, and I was. Thir- I finished thirteenth, top twelve, got to fish. Yep. And I pull up, and there's Jesse and Chris Lane, and like I don't know Chris at this point. I'm not. I'm just trying to qualify. Mm-hmm. And Jesse, you know, we he just a guy just like me. So he pulled up to the dock, and I'm like, that's how it go. I should have won. He, he started, like, pitching a fit because he lost one big one. And he's I like, I big... whacked them, buddy. And Chris is walking by. I was by like, I hit. whacked them right over there. Because you could see what I called him at. I was yeah. pointing it out. Like, yeah. But so, anyways, their first tournament, I see Jesse down there. And he had, like, one of the biggest bags on day two. And then, like, anyways. Go yeah. Ahead and so, we, I think I finished 15th, I think. And he, man, it was 13th. Anyways. So the next tournament was on Smith, and that's why I'd went to Toho or the Kissimmee Chain originally, because if you won, you could got to go to the Classic. So I went to Toho in case I won on Smith, and it didn't win Smith that year. I ended up finishing, like, I think sixth or whatever. So after that, I had a sixth and a 15th. That's when I was leading the points. And then I went to Norman, and I knew I wasn't going to get to fish the elites unless I was to win Norman or something, because I didn't even know anybody. The only people I knew in the fish was Matt. I actually called him to go to Norman to have somebody to room with. Because I knew he was up there. So, anyways, I didn't know nobody. Didn't even have a clue about sponsorships. I mean, I didn't know anything. I just knew I loved fish. That's it. And I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know anybody. I mean, I come from a small town, Addison. Nobody had ever, you know, professionally fished. And, uh, like, I knew people's names, like Gerald and all them, but I'd never met them, you know. I knew oh, they just grew up right down the road, but I'd never, you know, never met them. But, uh, so, anyways, I go to Norman and I qualify. Ended up getting a check qualify i think i finished second in the points overall but um and then they kept sending these emails you know you go you fishing you fishing blah blah and i was like no like it sucked having to decline it because you know i mean i definitely wanted to fish professionally but i never put it in my mind that i was gonna like i never left smith lake i never left alabama at that point we didn't even fish the alabama bass trail yet at that point to mm. get around north alabama and so i was like well, heck, I guess I could. And I've every single stop, I caught him on a shaky head. Florida caught him on it. Smith caught him on it. And then at uh, Norman, I caught him on it. So I'm like, well, I might can just, you know, make a living throwing this worm around. But I didn't, so I didn't have, I had like, you know, just a little bit of money. Didn't have enough money for entry fees. So I, I turned it down that year. Well, the next time they were coming to Smith, and this is kind of the story how I got started professionally, but. So the next time was 2016. Matt and them Matt qualified that year in 2014, and they went on to start in 15 the elites. And then so they was coming back. To, the opens were coming back to Smith in 16. So I was like, well, this time you know I'd I'd been around. I'd fished two or three years with my boat. Like you know I I knew a little bit more about fishing. You know different lakes. And I'm like, this time I'm gonna win Smith the open, and that way I have enough money to start entry fee start. You know at least pay a few deposits. So I think the elite entry fee was forty eight thousand at that time, and so I fished the first one, first open, got a check in it, and then the next one was at Smith, and I'm like, okay, you gotta win this one, so I can qualify, you know, and I'd be dang if I didn't win the sucker, like just, <laughs> you know, just meant to be, you know, fished yeah. that week, that day, yeah. the first day I had a big bag, and I mean, I walked, I remember it like it was yesterday, there was a four pounder and a five pounder chasing a heron, and I rolled that weight bait in there on him, and when it hit the water, like Kevin Van Dam couldn't have made a better cast than what I made. <laughs> I mean, I rolled that thing in there and it didn't even ripple, and that bass ate it. Like that big five pounder ate it before it even moved. 
and I'm like, I'm going to win this tournament. Like when that stuff happens and the four pounder was trying to get it out of its mouth, I was really, I'm like, uh-uh, you ain't taking it away. Cause I didn't even want that four pounder at the time. Cause I had, you know, all biggins and I just needed that five. Anyways, caught that fish. And then the next day I ended up winning it. And, uh, so I was like, all right, now I just got to catch some at Douglas was the next one. And I ended up top 12 in at Douglas. So I was like, dang, man, maybe I can just throw a shaky hit everywhere I go. Because I did the same thing. Throw a shaky hand at Toho again. Throw a shaky hand on Smith, besides that big one. And then throw a shaky hand at Douglas. Every tournament I qualified two times for the Elite Series throwing a worm. And uh, so I, that year, I had enough money to pay three deposits. And I'd already, you know, paid the first one. And then we went to Harris Chain. And I just had one that opened on Smith. And almost won Douglas. So I was like in third going in the last day. And then... We go to that – we have that Harris chain open before the elite season started. And at this time, I didn't have enough money to finish the year if I didn't, you know, get some checks. And I'd be damned if I didn't win the tournament on Harris chain, the open. And so I was like, well, I'm good for two years now. I got enough even if I don't catch one. And, I, you know, and a lot of people are like, well, that's a, you know, that's a big-time entry fee, and it is. But I had won the money fishing. So I was like, I'm putting it back. I mean, I'm going to try to do it. You know, I didn't have any kids, and, and my job allowed me to leave, so – I was like, I'm going to spend my money fishing, and that I won fishing. And then we started the elites, and, you know, I got some checks, and here we are now, major league So then Jesse did tour. that, and then he's like, well, yeah, I guess I room with him. or We stayed close to each other, right next to each other at uh, Cherokee, yep. first elite series ever. And after three days, he's leading the tournament. <laughs> And I'm yep, like, my goodness, it's bad enough. Like I deal with this at Jordan, <laughs> yeah. but now I got Jesse that just shows me Harris. Out of nowhere. I, I, like, just nobody even had a clue who I was. When and everything goes to, I'm like, my goodness. I remember telling my mama too because I'd won, I'd won three out of four opens, and then I was leading that that first ever elite tournament, and I told my mom, I'm like. I'm like, this is not normal. Do not get used to this. Because I knew in my head, I'm like, I ain't doing this forever. Like, yeah. I've been, like at Harris Chain, I found the best hole in the lake. Cherokee, I found the best hole in the lake. I mean, just tell great luck. Tell them about your grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a quick story. So I had all that success early. And I'd won, you know, I'd won those opens and then started And you win every wildcat here yeah, at Smith. Yeah, Smith, me and Jordan won everything. Like, literally, we'd almost win every Saturday. And then, like, when we was younger, we'd fish Friday nighters, we'd win them. But anyways, so she was used to us, you know, winning first, second, third. So, so I go to Cherokee and get third at the elite tournament, and I come, I go to, we go to Florida next, which was Okeechobee, and uh, I ended up finishing like forty second. I mean, I got a ten thousand dollar check, which is good for me. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, anytime you get a, you know, a good check against the elite field, sure, you know. And uh, so I got, to, I come home and Granny's like, "How'd you do in Florida?" I'm like, oh, "I got 40 seconds." She's like, "Well, maybe you'll win the next one." I just hate that. I hate you didn't do no good. <laughs> and inside, I'm just freaking beaming. You know, I made the cut. Yeah, awesome. But yeah, so she just expected me to win every single tournament, and she still does. She'll say the same thing right yeah. now. Um, oh, you finished funny. third. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry tough crowd. What are you talking about? This is awesome. But, yeah, tough crowd. But, yeah, how bad would either of you to like to win? here on your home lake pretty bad clamp is an obvious question but i'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it at you first matt i mean yeah i mean i i've been in this for a minute now and to not have a big tour level win is it doesn't haunt me i know when it's meant to be it's meant to be but it does like it's just like every every tournament i don't win i feel like i'm that much closer to winning things got to go i mean i, mm-hmm. I want to be a consistent guy i don't want to have you know those terrible finishes and whenever it's your time to win it's your time to win but i'm ready to win and but it's gotta i gotta 
look back on no regrets and make good decisions you can't just go out there and i'm just i don't even know what i'm gonna do tomorrow but if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know it's not like that but i yeah i i want to i want to win this event but it's just uh it's like it's so hard to win your group i always said that told abby i said pinch me if i ever just win my group much less the tournament and i did win it at Mm -hmm. champlain and i caught him every flip for an hour and 20 minutes i never got my worm back to the boat and that's what it took to win my group yeah how many times does the viewers out there have you been and caught them every throw for an hour and 20 minutes (laughs) much less in a tournament much less in the biggest eight tournaments a year you you could fish so uh, people we people we fish against make it look easy sometimes they do too. and yeah. jesse and my brother make it look easy sometimes well yeah. starting out with that story you gave yeah, you were making true. it look I easy, make it look yeah. easy i really did I but it did. is it is crazy how tough it is mm-hmm. because even after wheeler's day one we you know he can speak on this how many times you go out there and catch that many overs yeah, in a day we call but, overs you know a pound eight has to be it's it's a 15 incher i mm-hmm. weighed them all practice yeah. if it wasn't 15 inches it didn't weigh a pound eight and that's the keeper here so yeah. that's what we call overs yeah got it. And he's got like it. man on the best time of the yeah. year it's tough to catch that many it is mm-hmm. that's why i'm yeah. like it's amazing it's, what he done to, the mm-hmm. first day really so there, and there's always somebody there's there's always there's always somebody who catches yeah. fire for yep. a, for a week or whatever and yep. gets it, it, and is. Gets it. that's why it's, it's, it's so you hard just to, make the right decisions i mean one guy makes the right decisions all four days yep. of competition mm-hmm. and you win and that's how you win, yeah. for sure. Yeah. How bad would you like to win on this lake? I mean, I like it. You know, I've even won those opens here, so I've tasted it. So that makes it that much yeah, worse. Yeah. Like I know yeah. what it feels like to you know win, and mm-hmm. but I like with with that being said, I know how fortunate you have to get. Like yeah. I had yeah. days, you know, I won two opens here, and both times I can take you back to a single fish catch. Like it probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have happened, but it did. You know, mm-hmm. so you know that kind of deal's got to happen here. Like a school's got to get fired up here. You got to pull up on a stretch where. You know, it's ever other cast, and somebody's going to do it mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, right now the goal is just to just inch my way to it. Last time I got carried away in the knockout round here, you know, I was blowing it away in the qualifying rounds, and the knockout round I was still trying to win the tournament, find the schools to win it, and I learned my lesson: you cannot win with this weight zero, and you cannot mm-hmm. win it unless you make it to the next round. So yeah. that's my goal this mm-hmm. tournament. I'm not looking to you know blow it out. Just get me to the next round, with, with, with- and we'll just see what happens kind of how things pin out in the tournament too is like todd faircloth leading our round mm-hmm. and i'm re- real close to fishing <laughs> next to, i was fishing todd faircloth spot and that was actually i was either going to start there or start where i did and it was going to be my second place and i didn't know anybody would be fishing it maybe um probably not start on it but i was and i didn't know it was that good you know because in time in two days of practice on a 660 miles of shoreline lake mm-hmm. you spend what are you gonna do spend an hour in one creek well that you're already behind the eight ball right. so i mean you only make yeah. a couple casts you gotta keep going yeah. and so i was planning on fishing the place where the leader was fishing and then the guy that was in second when i was in third i ended up fishing his area too so here i am in eighth and i really kind of took a gamble and it didn't pan out but you know that's that's the difference between leading the round and finishing an eighth or twentieth or whatever. So yeah. we we we'll see how it goes on day two. We got one day at a time, one day at a time, <laughs> right. like we. That's right. Yeah. Well, I won't be matter if either of you two ends up winning. Good good luck Appreciate on it. this rest of this week, and uh, thanks for thanks for showing us your shot, Matt. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a mess right now. It's blown up. We've been on the road <laughs> right. and came back and unpacked it all. 
and I thought, you know what, I don't need 1,200 bags of stuff in my boat. I'm going to throw it all in here. And then now I'm scrounging through it looking for stuff. So, but yeah, anytime. Appreciate it. Come yeah. hang out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good luck, boys. Yes, he's just down the road. Go Bulldogs. Go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. Roll time. Oh, boy.